Chapter 3. Our True Identity But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. John 1, verse 12. Without any shadow of doubt, we have received power to become the sons of God if we have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. Consequently, we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ in the heavenly places according to Ephesians 1 verse 3. God predestined us to be received as His children even before the foundation of the world. Before you were born by your parents, God had already earmarked you as a child of God. He knew your name back then. Therefore, if you were known to Him before you came into existence, then settle it in your heart that you are a child of God. Just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will. Ephesians 1 verse 4 Romans 8 verse 1 says, He said, There is now therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Therefore, do not allow the devil or anyone else to condemn and disqualify you as a child of God. If God says you are qualified, nobody has the right to dispute that. Satan twists the Scripture to confuse and deceive some Christians. Make no mistake, he can quote Scriptures. He quoted Psalm 91 to Jesus that, God will give His angels charge over you. Some Christians don't know where that scripture is. The devil was able to tell Jesus that it is written. There are things he knows that we are not aware of. We must come to the place of revelational knowledge to access what God has given to us, lest the enemy takes undue advantage of our ignorance and cheats us. There are provisions of the kingdom which God has made accessible to us. We have been cheated enough. The time has come to take back what belongs to us. We have been robbed enough, and it's time for us to arise and begin to possess our possessions. However, as we have read, until you are fully assured of who you are in the kingdom, you can do nothing. So if we don't get our reckoning right, we will not have the ability and passion to possess what is ours. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. John 15, verse 16. We have been ordained by God to inherit and possess certain resources, both natural and spiritual. He says, all things are yours. As you begin to walk in these kingdom realities, you shall begin to access what you never thought could come your way in your lifetime. God will begin to orchestrate circumstances in your life that will bring you face-to-face -face with things and strategic relationships the enemy has hindered you from coming into contact with. You will meet great people who are like-minded. As you become a kingdom-oriented person, God will bring you into a place of higher capacity of blessing. Remember Jesus said, To whom much is given, much is required. Abraham was blessed in order for God to bless others through him. God empowers you to become an extension of his blessings to others. Remember, whatever God will empower you with is already in the hands of others. 
I see him shifting and redirecting things to you because you will be a faithful steward of his resources. Be reminded that everything we have was given to us. For who makes you differ from another? And what do you have that you did not receive? Now if you did indeed receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? 1 Corinthians 4, verse 7. Beloved, it is imperative that we don't lose sight of this fact.